Well, hey, it's the Krisha and Frank show, or the uh, the handy dandy. Mm-hmm. Uh, hello. Did you hear the one about Louis Miller? I really like what you've done with this place. Well, you know, we did the commercial yesterday for Steve's Tree Service. They they cleaned up the whole back for us. We've got fall foliage. It's beautiful. It's been a minute since I've been here. Did I ever tell you about the DJ with whom I worked who could not pronounce foliage? Foliage. We've talked about this, right? I knew somebody who couldn't say sphere. <laughs> Spear or sphere? Spear. <laughs> Is this what it was like on Kukla Fran and Ollie, you know, where... Uh-huh. Okay. But I'd be Fran. And you'd be... I guess Ollie. All right. Well, this, uh, you know, I found the, these eyeballs. Can you, oh, Krisha? Huh? <laughs> oh, hell. It does look a little odd. Krisha is under the table. Can I say that? Yeah. <laughs> she's not drunk under the table, but she's under the table. Not this time. <laughs> and. I mean, she's been known. <clears throat> She's and uh, for those of you listening to the audio version of it, you might want to go to our YouTube channel uh, and subscribe, and so you can see that Krisha is making, um, is imagining that her hand can make noises into the microphone. <laughs> She's putting her her puppet hand directly up to the mic. Uh, now, are so, you going to tell him what happened? Well, I'm here's tell him what happened. Yes, you're, I was uh, as you, coming up um, next week's show. We're going to have a visit mm-hmm. well, from Santa Claus is coming by. I think that's a surprise, though. Maybe I shouldn't have said that. But uh, we're having um, Tennessee Fireplace and Chimney are yeah. coming over to do a, uh, you know, doing well, a, you know a, yeah, to, to talk about their business and their service. Yeah. As our friend Deborah, the publicist, asked if we would interview them. And I said, well, sure, they can clean my chimney while they're here. <laughs> and How else can Santa get here? Right. Right. So all weekend long, mm-hmm. uh, Jerry the Brave and I have been um, cleaning and rearranging. Because remember I had all my, remember the plants that I had back over mm-hmm, there? Mm-hmm. Well, they were supposed to die. <laughs> the pepper plant was supposed to die. The right, jalapeno but it's pepper still plant. summer. To it, it doesn't know. Uh, somehow yeah. it, uh, I had stunted its growth accidentally with squash. I had squash rot, which stunted the growth of the pepper. Anyway, right. so to move those out of the way of the fireplace, mm-hmm. we had to rearrange my old little den area, mm-hmm. and we're throwing out just boxes of things, and the whole garbage can is just full, waiting for trash pickup on Tuesday. And one of the things I couldn't bear to throw out were these no, eyeballs. No, you can't. They're the best. These are from Sam Locke. Yeah. Who, by the way, I think of often because I get so much spam and uh, phishing emails where they've stolen his name. I get them too. <laughs> okay. So Sam, it's not your fault. I know they're not from you Mm-mm. and I just delete them all. But I think of you often and I found the ping pong ball eyeballs that he gave out in a puppetry yeah, he's class. A, he's a puppeteer improviser. And it's so much fun. It's yeah. so much fun. Did you, were we both in that class? I did not. I was not in that class. Oh, I you was were working. running. Yeah, right. you were running the festival. I was Megan Jones and I took the class together. Mm-hmm. Or Megan Jones Scott, whatever her name is now. Yeah. Congratulations, Megan Jones Scott. She doesn't think she listens. No. Well, anyway, congratulations, it's nevertheless. Fine. <laughs> Dave Fennell started listening. Did he? Yes. I, I remember on uh, Wednesday, Yeah. I outed him for, uh, we were talking about, we called him, mm-hmm. and I said, uh, you need to, this is the most Dave's ever heard of our show is this three minutes on the telephone. Right. So he listens now. <laughs> Hi, Dave. So I sent him the link yesterday. I sent him the link to the episode, <laughs> and he's like, um, "In fact, well, I can't show you the text right now mm-hmm. because it's over there." Right. But it said, um, "Oh, I've started listening from the beginning." 
Nice. So isn't that awesome? Yeah. So for the rest of you, happy uh, November, happy Friday the 13th. Is it? Yes. Oh, wow. Uh, but for Dave, I want to wish you a Merry Christmas. <laughs> you finally caught or up. Or possibly Happy Valentine's Day, <laughs> because there's you've got this is episode forty, Dave. You yeah, have a ways to go. You do before you'll ever get to this one. <laughs> if you just started on Wednesday at episode one, that if means we have not bored you with our thirty-eight episodes behind all y'all, <laughs> all all y'all. You, I got you don't like it when I say all y'all. No, I. It's funny because <laughs> I. I used to refer. I when uh, a certain gentleman in my life, I would talk about how um, uh, certain men react and act in the world, maybe on a not so great level, and I would use the term all y'all. Because mm-hmm. I would be talking about someone who maybe has done something. Oh, so you used it as a negative? I, I was like, Psh, all y'all. And all y'all. Because for the most part, men um, men are garbage. <laughs> I said for the most part. Um, like, just in general. I, I think my wife would agree. I mean, <laughs> yeah. Um, and so Remember, I would she use... she puts up with my garbage and I put up with her garbage. Right. That's I the would only use way. the term all y'all. All right. Yeah. But see, I love that term. It's one of the things I learned when I moved oh, to yeah. the South. So there's very few Southernisms that I've taken. <laughs> yeah. But that's one of the ones that I especially am fond of. <laughs> all y'all. All y'all. All so y'all. I, I say I love all y'all. I, I mean, it, <laughs> you know, I like it. I, I, the only reason you see me make that face is because I go, heh. <laughs> heh. All right. Heh. Um, so, so yesterday you said some, you made some tease at the end of yesterday's show. I'm uh-huh. going to go back and watch it, but well, it's some cryptic tease. What did you say? Uh, I, I don't remember. You were talking about cleaning something out, and I, I don't know. Yeah, things, um, things, uh, something's lasting were... out. Uh, right. Well, disclaimer, we're going to talk about number two right now. <gasps> so if you're easily offended, go ahead and get out of here. So I can't leave. It's my show with you. Yeah, um, you can't. So sorry. I'm the one. I, you know I'm okay. This is why my eye twitches. Um, you know I'm the one who finds this. Okay. What you find it? What? Why? Why is Jerry known as Jerry the Brave? Right. Well, I know, but I guess that's true. I can probably talk about it. Yeah. It's I can't see it or smell it. Right. So I don't have to see it or smell. You don't it. have to see it because I didn't bring it with me. <laughs> You're not going to, I dream of Jeannie conjure up a photo? Uh, no, Thank God, goodness, because no. that would be awful. But I am going to tell you this story, because I believe that if, actually, my friend Cara Van Vagel uh, said this at the theater the other day, if you have not done this, you're lying. So, I, as previously stated, I've been in rehearsals, I'm doing shows, and I have a lot of life happening in between all of that, too. And um, I had a, a, on Tuesday of last week... I had an off day before I had to go do a show. So I went for a run. It was a very nice day. I went for a run, came home, and instead of having like a heavy dinner before the show, I typically make myself a heavier lunch. Okay. So I cooked a chicken breast and I had some salad and some yogurt and I was laying on the couch in my cozies after my run watching The Haunting of Bly Manor. Is and it good? it's really good. What is it? It's a it's the it's it's a a old timey haunted show. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's a series. And All right. Yeah. And so I was kind of like, I, I was like, mm, it's almost nap time after my lunch, and I had a little toot, so I went, 
it was not a toot. I trusted, I trusted it, and it was not a toot. And luckily, I they live say, alone. They mm-hmm. say that the sphincter is the smartest muscle in the body. Well, it let me down. Because <laughs> it's supposed to know the difference between a solid liquid and gas. And it did not. <gasps> so I am oh. alone, thank God. In bed. I, al- in my house. I was on my couch. I was chilling in my living room. Now you got to get a new couch. No, I don't, because it wasn't that much. But I've still got, like, my lunch plate sitting there. And I was like, I said out loud to myself, I was like, Jesus Christ. I had to put my plate down and squoosh off to the bathroom. And I don't understand, like, what is that? And if you say you've never done it, you're lying. You are lying. If you say you've never done it, you are lying. Everybody has at one point or another. Why are you even looking at me? Of course I've done it. And it may not be, like, a full-on, like... But you've had a, a you trusted it, you yeah, trusted had, it, and you shouldn't have trusted it. You've had it. an accident, right? And then you're thinking, if I walk in a certain fashion, no. I won't have to change my undies because maybe it's just not all the way out, you know? No, no, no. That's your biggest thing. Is like, oh, yeah, yeah. Did I? Did I? Do I have to go change clothes? And I 100 percent had to. Did I, did I escape? No, danger? I did not escape. I did not escape at all. And it it was embarrassing to myself. Like home alone. I am home alone, and I was like, "But that's the first time you've done it in front of your new house." So <laughs> it's true. <laughs> so it's you're, true. You're, you're like, embarrassed to the walls. Like it's you're the embarrassed. like it's the worst thing. It's the worst thing because like you would think it's just you. You are a grown adult. You should have more control over your life at this point, and yet you don't. And no, I no, see I what you're trying to do with the new house segue because we have to talk about well, Hutch and Howard. Actually, that was a coincidence. Was it? I was just thinking, what? but it is a good segue. Yeah. But it occurred to me that um, you're on the downward slope. Okay. Because you're just saying you're a grown adult. This shouldn't be happening. No, no. I, you get to a point, Krisha. Where you, you revert. And I, I believe it's 40 and a half. I don't need this today, Frank. I don't need this. We've already talked about how I'm premenopausal, and I don't think I am. I don't know. I might be pregnant. Who knows? Um, <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. For the love of God, I'm kidding. <laughs> but am I? <laughs> but we'll do the commercial for Hutch and Howard before we get into your uh, physical decline. Have I mentioned I'm single? <laughs> I mean, hey fellas, hey fellas, quite the catch over here. You know, if you don't mind doing laundry, would you like to come laugh at me while I shark my pants? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm delightful, and I make a mean meatloaf. Gives a new uh, definition to Imogene Coco. Oh God! <laughs> Will you talk about Hutch and Howard, Chris please? Coca. <laughs> well, they're real tours. Real tours. And that was a word I struggled with. Mm-hmm. I still struggle with it. But we're delighted that uh, Rob and Brandon <laughs> Hutch and Howard are our first. They were on board from the very beginning to support the Christian Frank show. Yeah. And part of that is because they love East Tennessee the way we love East Tennessee. And they can help you find a place to live <laughs> with beautiful fall foliage mm-hmm. in the background or downtown if you want to be in the city and be um, within walking distance of stuff 
or if you've embarrassed yourself in front of your new home and you need to move to Athens, they That's can help you too. Certainly a possibility, mm-hmm. you know, if you need to get out uh, <laughs> before, while the getting's good. Uh, <laughs> like, like, um, house big is it out? like the people down there that are, they want to sell. They're mm-hmm. you know retirees, and it's a seller's market right now. So if you're looking to sell a house, or you've got uh, an older folks in the family who are looking to sell mm-hmm. and cash out, ka-ching, uh, <laughs> get on the phone with Hutch and Howard. Their number is nine six six five double zero five. That's eight six five nine six six five double zero five. As I'll put over there, mm-hmm. and then Hutch and Howard over here. And I'll also mention that each office is independently owned and operated, part of Keller Williams Realty. And we have to, we have to listen to their theme song. And when I say have to, I mean I'm excited because we get to. Well, that's what they're paying for. They sent us the theme song and said play it, and uh, Christian will uh, lip sync along. Okay, so it's over now. It is. <laughs> I had to do that because... I didn't last, mess with you this time. Well, last... You see, I think uh, I've mentioned this on uh, YouTube a few times that I have to go back on the video and mm-hmm. dub the song in. So I... Just for simplicity and speed and Bean... Here's a, my friend Bean is trying to learn video editing. Yeah, hi, Bean. I just take the end part where they double sing Hutch and Howard and I lip sync it to Krisha. And then I'm done. It's the fastest way for me to do it. But when she knows that and it gets in her head... <laughs> I can mess with him. <laughs> She'll lip sync it multiple times out of sync. Not even sync. Not so unlip. Lip unsync. Yes, lip unsync. Which is what happened to you on the couch the other day. <laughs> like, seriously, how am I not already, like, married to somebody? Come on. You know? You mean you're because you're in a, the pull my finger state of life? Because look how I am. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I'm on the decline I'm on the flip side of life. Well, you probably should start looking for, like, a pensioner, an older man. Why do people say this to me? Seriously, you are not I was the joking. First, but you're not the I first person to say this. I was joking, because in reality, you probably should find someone closer to your own age. You're, but you're not the first person to say this. Oh, you should just find somebody who's rich and got some money and that's older. No. I was kidding, because I, mean, I am... I am not rich. I don't have any money, and I'm not. So I, I can't even. I can't even joke about that because what am I going to do? You know, here's the thing. Married Dr. Sharon Lord. Here's the thing. What? I'm. I am pretty dang happy alone. Yes. Yeah. Like. And your I, body is telling you that. Stay alone. Frank, do not invite stop. anyone over. Stop. <laughs> it's. I mean, Kara and I sing a song. At Sweet Benny Adams, uh, it's called "Please Don't Touch Me," and it's actually from oh, Young Frankenstein. That's a great one. And we have rewritten it. It's a parody. It's talking about trying to date during a pandemic because Karen and I are both single, mm-hmm. and we actually we wrote a song, "Please Don't Touch Me," about trying to date during a pandemic. Nice. Yeah. That's yeah. An, that, that song is well. Young Frankenstein, the musical, is hilarious. I wish it was easier to find. Mm-hmm. You know, I wish there was a. Like a, a DVD or professional, you know, version of it that you could watch with the Broadway cast. Because wasn't what's her face Shannon? No, Sutton. Sutton Foster. She played. She's so great. Not the one who sings that song, Madeline Kahn, I believe. Madeline Kahn and Bernadette Peters. Okay, because in the movie it was Madeline Kahn, <clears throat> but on Broadway, and it was not a musical. It was mm-hmm. a, but in the, was it Bernadette Peters who sang it? Uh, no, Bernadette Broadway? Peters sang it in in the music. There's Sutton Foster and Bernadette Peters. We're have both. both both yeah. together in the original yeah. Young Frankenstein together again for the first time 
It's a good show. It's so great. And right. it kind of was a musical in the movie. Well, I Mel mean, there Brooks, were... I mean, if you look at a lot of the Mel Brooks movies, High Anxiety and The Producers and Young Frankenstein, he writes a musical number into them anyway. Oh, yeah. And I don't, it's amazing to think of Mel Brooks, but he's listed as the composer of The Producers and Young Frankenstein. He's brilliant. And who, how do you write music? I can't even comprehend. That's, yeah. that's mind-boggling to me. Yeah, I went to an audition and I improvised a song. So you wrote music. I, I write music all the time. How? How is it done? Dolly Parton can write a bazillion songs, and they just come flowing out of her, and I can't even keep the beat. <laughs> I, um, I, 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 most of mine are like silly songs, but I've actually been working with a friend of mine. I, I have, I write every day. I write constantly. And in some of my recent life things, I've actually found music and found songwriting and when you I'm say working... in recent life events not live shows at this right. fanny but life, life events. events okay life. um and so i i've written two songs and i'm lucky to have musicians as friends that i can sing a little melody and go i have this in my brain because i can't write music but okay, I, I guess that's what I mean with Mel Brooks. Does he sit down like Beethoven and write down the notes? Or does he just kind of hum it to somebody who knows how to transpose it? He might. I, I mean, there, there are computer programs now that you can sing into and it will transpose no for way. you. It's amazing. But I'm lucky enough to have musicians and I just say, hey, I have this idea for a song and I've got like, na 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 And then we write wow. together. And it's been very cathartic and it may not be anything and no one may ever, ever hear it. More than likely, you will never hear any of it, but... Yeah. yeah. But you're able to do it. I'm able to do it. I'm trying to think of any way I can relate to that, and the closest I can come to mm -hmm. is when... I've told you this story before, when my daughter was nagging me. He said, Dad, you need to write a book. Dad, you need to write a book. And I'm like, all right. And the only <laughs> thing stopping me from doing it... Was time. Was sitting down and doing it. Mm -hmm. So so I can sit down, and I, I have... I think I'm only, I've got to get back to it, I'm only up to 30,000 words so far. But apparently that's a lot. That's a lot. That's a whole lot. So apparently I can sit down and I can just go, and it comes out, you know, usable first draft. It doesn't require, I mean, yes, I, of course I go back and edit and tweak right. and fix, but it doesn't, you know, it's still, the first draft is still readable. It's not, right. it's okay. Yeah, I mean that's it's it's a catharsis in any way to get something out, and and it just it's good for you, and and to me it's not about like people reading it or seeing it or anything. It just it feels good. Oh, I'm gonna need you to buy a copy when it comes out because I don't have a <laughs> job. I mean, this is it. I'm gonna need you to do two things. I'm gonna need you to subscribe to us on YouTube. Yeah. So we can monetize the channel, please. Please. Thousand subscribers. And when I do get the book done, so that's another year or two away, I'll need you to buy one. I don't care if you read it; just I need you buy to. One. You know. That's fine. Yeah, that, I, uh, that's gonna be. I think that's gonna be my end up being my actual job because I'm on the down. I'm on the you know. I'm on the decline. Can you just stop with the decline? I'm more declined than you. I does it. You. Why do you even have to be declined? Because <laughs> my credit's no good, <laughs> buddy. Um, it's not even. No, but why is why is there does there have to be a decline? What does it matter? We're all gonna croak. I could croak tomorrow. Don't. But I could. Of course you could. So at any point you could be on the decline. Oh, I've thought for the past ten years that I was about to die. Why are you gonna get into my head? 
Like, cause now I look, I'm not the ingenue anymore and I'm not, I'm too young to be play an old role. So now I'm just in this limbo, no man's land. And I've got children that are older and nobody wants an old wrinkled 40 year old hack comedian red reject wannabe. Well, not employable. Here's not, the part I'll disagree with. What? You're not a hack. Mm. You're funny. Mm. You are. Like, look, you want to start talking about a decline. Let's go. <laughs> Let's hit it, man. You're funny. Mm. You are. I mean, it's re in, in, in relatable terms, yeah. All right. Yeah. It doesn't do me any good when I'm pooping my pants on my couch by myself. <laughs> <laughs> Write a song about it. Oh. Pooping my pants on the couch by myself. <laughs> that song's already been written. It's called Together Again for the first time, which is what I wish my cheeks had done. <laughs> Come on. See? All right. Uh, that's the Krisha and Frank show for Friday the 13th. <laughs> Apparently it was the unlucky edition for Krisha. Oh, jeez. <laughs> <laughs> You know, I love you, Frank. I love you, Christian. Mm. Thank you for uh, subscribing to the show. Today was episode 40, so congratulations. <laughs> we're as old as me. We've got the first 40. You're down and in the in the can. Yeah, now we're on the decline. Much like you should have been. <laughs> we gotta go. We gotta. And uh, be sure to join us next week. Make sure you subscribe. Uh, get it done over the weekend because yeah. we have a special show coming up next week with uh, Tennessee uh, Fireplace and Chimney and you're going to want the kids to see it and everything. We'll try to keep it clean. I'm so excited. All right. Okay. Thanks. Thanks. Talk to you Monday. If you're lucky. Ew, ew. 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 <sighs>